0: Welcome to Citizens Climate University. It's a weekly webinar program of Citizens Climate Lobbies that provides CCL supporters like you and I with access to in-depth training opportunities on topics related to climate change and effective climate advocacy. I'm your host, Brett Cease, and tonight's topic is going to be exploring an update we've made to hosting a film screening. And a special shout out to our membership coordinator, Kaylee Roach, for all of her hard work and the resources that we'll be detailing here in just a little bit. We're going to join um, CCL leaders from throughout the country. We've done several interviews tonight for a training that's going to unveil the updated film screening guide, as well as the chance to walk you through how chapters have had the chance to use screenings to be more strategic in their outreach and have space for community discussions around climate change and clean energy solutions. You name it, we're going to talk about it. And what we're going to do to get us there is basically here, all kind of be emceeing it. But throughout the lineup, we'll hear from the wonderful Elise Klein, CCL Alameda County's Outreach Coordinator. We'll hear from Nicola Philpin, CCL Grand Traverse Area Co-Leader, and Nadine Wang, CCL's Asian Pacific Action Team Leader as well. And just so that people are welcome to also follow along with us, I put a link in the chat to the slides a few times. And I'll also put a link where you can follow along with the guides themselves So this is the page, Film Screening Guides itself, um, that I'll make sure to actually add to the chat so that you can see along with me what we're talking about when we're detailing this, because part of this tonight is gonna be talking about the actual guide. But before we get to that, we're just gonna do a little bit more of a backstory behind what your considerations might be in deciding whether or not to do a screening itself. Okay, so with all that being said, Let's jump in, and our agenda is straightforward. We're going to talk about virtual screening and some considerations around that, obviously, especially given that you know we're in a hybrid era now where you can do something online or in person. We'll talk if you do opt to do in person, a venue discussion, some considerations there, as well as how to really think through the guest list. We'll talk about building in social time and actions, and also making sure how you can leverage your success and let us know about it. We'll think through a couple of ideas on ways to fundraise. I'll then detail the ways that you can start looking through the film screening guide yourself. And then we'll close with a little reminder of an opportunity for anyone interested in partnering with CCL Alameda County in this year's Wild and Scenic Film Festival that they have curated and are inviting chapters to participate if they're interested. And I'll let Elise obviously take it from there. So let's start with virtual screening considerations. First and foremost, the you know important thing to know is that through the generosity of film and TV producers and distributors, we as an organization have access to several films and TV shows with your local communities. So at this point, um, it's definitely something that we wanna have a chance to think through with you. Um, we have several prior wonderful um, examples of what groups throughout the country have done with some of these screenings, and those are all available in the guide. And we also have excellent blogs from this training page if you're looking for specific case studies. Um, Prior trainings have featured stories from the CCL Hawaii crew doing a wonderful virtual movie screening and panel around the burden. Um, We have wonderful film screening and guides across each of these. So I'll walk through those in a little bit. But the key thing that you want to think through is that with this new guide, um, you have screenings listed uh, that you can tailor to a particular audience. particular policy area, or even a particular time available. If you're looking for a really short film for a general audience around clean energy, then, you know, we'll detail what we've got or so forth. So it's a lot more easily sorted and all of these films, it's really key to name are available to screen for a free or very nominal price. So we're not talking about hundreds of dollars that you have to uh, fork over. Um, Depending on the setup that you might arrange with Wild and Scenic, that might be the one exception, um, especially if you do choose to go with them on your own rather than follow the Alameda County program. Uh, But the rest of them listed here in the guide are, are very nominal fee or free. So with that, let's talk also about setting up the venue and your guest list. So obviously, if you do choose to actually have something in person, your screening can be anywhere from, we've had screenings at private homes like yours and mine to venues. Um, you know, All you really need is an area that will hold your expected audience in a way to show and project the film. If you're looking for a bigger venue, sometimes a theater will have a night of the week that isn't particularly busy. Um, sometimes places of worship or universities nearby will also offer a good price or even comp the space to you uh, for your local chapter given uh, obviously the cause that you're working towards. So don't be afraid to reach out and ask if you especially have a target location and get to know the person that's in charge of scheduling it or who they might recommend to get in touch with. Uh, just because we've heard lots of examples where there's special arrangements and all it really took was knowing the right person or asking. And then all of a sudden you've got a really swanky new location and you can have it at, at a theater rather than at you know the private, you know, the private home setting. On the, on the guest list, you wanna make sure that all the members of your chapter know about the screening and ask them to commit to inviting a few more people that they think might be interested so that you can really leverage this as a way for not only your chapter to show up, but to bring new friends and faces, right? A screening is probably one of the lowest risk ways that somebody that is interested in climate change maybe doesn't know how to get involved can find that sense of community and have you know a pre-baked program to already kind of find out a little bit more and feel that sense of welcome. You also want to think through how you're going to send out your invites and plan early, right? So people obviously make plans weeks in advance. Um, getting that out, we found uh, through interviews with a lot of groups that three weeks about ahead of time is the sweet spot before the event. And you can do that not only through you know your group community email, but also Eventbrite and Facebook and any other place that you might use on social. Um, we've got great Canva templates online too. If you're looking for how to actually create a promo that's CCL branded and looks nice and snazzy, um, just search on a community for Canva template. That's Canvas without the S. And then when you do also create the promo, make sure to include details about where the event's going to start, whether you're going to provide food or drinks, what time the screening, not the screening will begin, but you know, if you have a social hour before that. If there's anything else that you want to pair with it, we've had a lot of success for uh, chapters coupling their screening with a panel, for example, of experts. If you want to talk specifically about you a know, certain frame, you know, for example, some of the um, screenings that we have are on the impacts on the outdoor industry. So maybe you then bring out in a couple of outdoor industry owners, or maybe the screening that you're going to choose is about you know happening in the clean energy revolution and you can bring in a local solar panel installer or really get creative on who you'd like to use to not only have the, the screening but to really feature some of the solution makers in your community and help them feel acknowledged and really connected to your efforts. I think that's really a dual goal that we really heavily encourage to uh, use for the sake of the screening. Um, next up, you also want to think about how you can get creative and local uh, ads for uh, partners with organizations. Maybe some of your other um, uh, members have capabilities to reach out and have this be a screening that is, you know, three or four orgs have signed on to and can invite their membership to really build out a joint experience and event together so you can mingle and get to know each other's shared work afterwards. All right. So now we're going to pass it to Nadine. And now that we reviewed a little bit more about setting up the venue and getting creative with the guests and how to best use your screening, we'll let her take it from here to share her example on how she's been able to really benefit from this on a local level and with the Asia-Pacific Action Team. Go for it, Nadine.
1: So so yeah, I think um, film screenings are a really useful tool and a powerful tool. Um, for grassroots outreach, because um, people like watching movies. And, you know, so you might get people to attend who um, aren't already concerned about climate, um, or or even, you know, for those of us who are already alarmed about climate, to watch a film about some specific aspect of climate change or the environment is also educational. Um, And so I think, you know, having public um, movie screenings is, is really great in that way. Um, I think, um, especially over the last couple of years, you know, with COVID, they're also a nice um, uh, sort of activity um, uh, for your chapter, your organization to do as a as a social event. You know, as a way to connect. Um, so, so you know, uh, my chapter and also um, the the Asian Pacific Action Team. Um, we've done both kinds of screenings, you know, the big public event that you try to, you know, advertise widely and get people, you know, you don't know <laughs> to come, um, but then we have also had, you know, smaller um, movie nights for, for just our um, our groups where we watch a movie together over Zoom and, and then, you know, spend some time socializing too, and, and that's a nice way to connect, um, especially when we haven't been able to meet in person. Um, so I would recommend both of those I, and another nice thing as an event organizer um, is that with movies, your content is there and ready, you know, for you, um, you know, talks are wonderful, panel discussions are wonderful, you know, all of these things are wonderful, but you have to create the content for a presentation. Whereas with the movie, you know, the director, the people making the movie have spent years, you know, crafting this story and, you know, uh, doing the research and creating, you know, powerful video and stuff. And so that's all, you know, it's kind of a turnkey (laughs) um, event. And and therefore, you know, um, since you don't have to create the content um, as organizers, you can focus on advertising, which is always a lot of work. And, uh, and and also you can think about like side of the side activities that you can pair with your film screening. Um, For instance, uh, you know, a a recent screening uh, that uh, Michigan CCL uh, organized, there was a discussion afterwards, you know, audience could, you know, meet afterwards and and talk about the movie. Um, Or uh, in another one uh, that the Asian Pacific Action Team did a screening of Anodi's Ark, then um, we paired it with a a fundraiser to raise money, or it was a movie about um, the effect of climate change on the Pacific Island nation of Kiribati. And so we had two sort of side um, activities. There was a fundraiser to benefit a climate organization in Kiribati, and then also we had a, a panel of experts um, who 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 were from CCL 2 They were uh, people on the um, the the Peace Corps action team um, who had done their Peace Corps service in Kiribati, and so they spoke about um, Kiribati in the movie afterwards, and that was nice. Um, and so you can do things like that. That sets us up
0: for the social time. Um, obviously, I've already detailed a little bit of that, but what, what, you, when and what you gather is up to you. One possibility that we found success with is to begin an hour early and to socialize with snacks and drinks until it's time for the screening and then end by offering your attendees the chance to get more involved with a couple of simple actions that we can detail. Um, regardless of when you do choose to start, make sure to find a way where you can have all your guests feel welcome. So. You know maybe having name tags included or if it's a small enough crew like a round robin intro about name and role in the community before you get started and then encourage people that maybe don't know about CCL to have a sign-in so you have a chance to follow up with them afterwards since it's a great opportunity for recruitment definitely can't emphasize just having a sign-in sheet there enough at the actual um after the film action-wise if you feel comfortable We have many wonderful short promo videos that CCL uh, marketing team has created. And the simple way to remember the choice behind them is simply cclusa.org forward slash videos. And these are all, you know, two to five minute videos that feature members of Congress or interviews with group leaders or you name it. There's a whole host, probably 40 of them on that. And you can pick them uh, and then have that be your entry into having a discussion afterwards with the attendees of asking who's familiar with CCL and have that be a perfect entry point to pitch about our work locally and nationally. Um, Also, you might wanna think about your action to be paperless, right? We've really, I think in the COVID era transitioned to a lot of actions on smartphones. So a lot of groups, I know you'll hear from Elise here at the end, highlight the importance of having even slides with QR codes on them so people can use their phone take a photo and immediately take action. Maybe you have a slide before the film, a slide during intermission and a slide at the end, and there's three different actions, you name it. Uh, But that would be a wonderful way for people to conveniently use their smartphone technology and get engaged with CCL and the actions that we do. Um, Not only you could have it be, you know, calls to action around Congress, um, but it could be, you know, anything from an action that you'd like to have them do for your, you know, follow your local social media channel, uh, to help make a donation, to get somebody to DC for the next lobby meeting, to setting up you know the next joint Earth Day event. If you time it you know as an event before, then lots of different ways or ways that you can get creative. And then if you do all this work, the two things that we really want to recommend you consider are logging your event in the Action Tracker. And for those of you that haven't checked that out yet, I've just put a link to it in the chat. It's our way of making sure that any event that CCL volunteers lead gets captured, you know, for the benefit of highlighting our collective power, as well as speaking to our grant makers and other individuals and in the media to highlight all of the impact collectively we're having. And then we also wanna think about how you can generate interest, not only on social media that I have written here, but maybe with traditional media too. You'll hear from Nicola about the importance of really being able to have an actual media angle ahead of time with a press release, inviting a member of the press, if you have a panel especially, uh, to even interview a little bit more of the speakers so that they can do a human interest story for a local paper too. Um, So definitely don't put all this work in into creating the screening and then not having a way to leverage it fully maximally. Um, A lot of chapters even invite their member of Congress's office to it. And that way you're doing the work and they can show up or not, but then they're aware of this being a really salient issue in the district. And, you know, hey, they could be a speaker at the beginning or the end. And, you know, obviously probably towards the beginning if they just make a quick intro um, and glad hand a little bit, who doesn't like that? That's probably the easiest way they can get involved is an opportunity to build that relationship. All right, so with that summary, we're going to pass it to Nicola Philpot, who is going to detail the amazing work that she and her team at CCL Grand Traverse Area, Michigan, have done through the years to really learn from and benefit the whole process of hosting a film screening. You'll note a lot of the same overlap, but also just hear the local details and emphasis that they have done to really bring film screenings to life and use them as a wonderful grassroots outreach opportunity. Nicola, the floor is yours.
2: I'm Nicola Philpott. Um, I live in Traverse City in Northern Michigan, and I'm a group leader for the um, Grand Traverse Area Citizens Climate Lobby. And um, we screen a lot of movies in Traverse City, and I find it's a great way to um, educate people in a relaxed environment. Um, We collaborate with lots of groups because a lot of groups are um, interested in film screenings. We ask other groups to table at our events. Um, We we have guest speakers at the events. Um, It's a good way to engage the audience, reach a wide audience, and um, it's getting CCL out into the community as well. So um, one of the most recent film screenings that we've done was not in person. It was actually the territory, which I screened statewide throughout Michigan. Um, it was a virtual screening and I found that to be great because it allowed other chapters in other cities to watch the movie and then now those uh, groups are doing their own in-person screenings of that movie Um, so they were able to watch it for free and then and then they're organizing their own screening so what else did I want to say Um, so one of the I've I've screened lots of movies and one of my um, most important uh, uh, rules is that the movie has to be positive because um, we want people to feel motivated when they leave the theatre and we want them to come back for more. We want them to come back for more movie screenings and we want them to um, feel motivated to take action items and we always provide them with action items, whether it's writing to their members of congress, to co-sponsor a specific bill or just building a relationship with that member of Congress through writing or calling them. Um, We ask them to join CCL, we ask them to come to um, upcoming meetings or other events that we might be planning. Um, So once you've chosen your positive movie uh, with lots of solutions in it, um, you need to find a venue. And so, We collaborate. We have good relationships with local theatres, playhouses around. Those theatres and um, playhouses often um, give their venue to non-profits. Um, They waive the fee, so they give it to us for free or they give really good discounts. Um, If if it's not free and there is a, a fee to pay, we often find that Quite a few of our chapter members are willing to contribute some dollars towards um, hosting the movie. This is, uh, you know, we're, we, we, t- we talk to the community, we do all our grassroots, grass tops, and just contributing a bit of money is also something that people like to do. Um, also another venue that's worthwhile looking at is libraries because that's obviously um, often a low-cost option. Um, so I've said a little bit about collaborating with other groups and um, you can use those groups to help you promote the event um, and other groups and schools will often draw people to the event so I found that people will often attend the event because of the guest speakers and the local experts that we have, rather than actually seeing the film. Um, and those local um, groups can also, also help you promote the film screening. So often when you uh, screen a movie, it's a lot of work. In particular, it's a lot of promotion. I often spend many days pro, um, on the month up, and up leading up to the screening uh, promoting. Are we promote in community calendars. We write LTEs, giving a plug to the event we uh, use social media, we often put the event on Eventbrite, uh, we have blast emails, and also we send out personal emails inviting people to come to the event. And um, all this promotion is well worthwhile. Um, it's, a lot, it's quite a lot of work, but it, you really get a lot out of it. You build great relationships with local groups and with people in your, in your community. One more thing is that you can invite your um, elected officials to those events. Even if they don't come, they know this is something that's happening in their local community. And, and, um, and so that's something that people are interested in, in their community. Well, we often um, write a press release to the local media and we invite them to come. Um, sometimes they come. So They have written pieces about our events in the past uh fundraising okay so sometimes venues don't want you to fundraise but uh they you can invite a local school and students to come along and talk about their solar project or something like that for example and thereby helping them to fundraise so uh, people are often willing to contribute to that i should say that um either end of your movie screening before or after your movie um, you should have social time um, provide some drinks or snacks. And um, that's really an important part of the whole movie screening event. We love film screenings um, for lots of reasons. Um, it's educating people in a very relaxed environment that they're very familiar with. Uh, it's collaborating with other groups. It's finding out what other groups are doing. It's um, motivating people to um, perform climate actions, whether it's writing to their member of Congress, joining CCL, or, you know, organizing a solar project in their area. So, uh, it, yeah, there are no negatives. I, I would encourage everybody to give this a go.
0: <laughs> so the other thing that you hear a lot from our chapters that do a lot of successful film screenings is finding ways to connect it to fundraising. And we hinted at this earlier, but Essentially, your chapter has the opportunity with this event to feature local sponsors that you can acknowledge. So don't be afraid to ask for sponsorships in exchange for recognition for your event advertising, you know, on the outreach or the slides or you know the actual flyers ahead of time or in the press release material you send out. You know, some groups we know actually raise a considerable amount of money from sponsorships from other local organizations or businesses. So. That's a great thing if you haven't tried that out to to do next time. Um, The other thing that you can think about doing is just being able to have the um, uh, local word for community partners. So even if it's not necessarily a for-profit that's funding you, having the chance to have other local profits promote your event ahead of time, and then obviously in return boost membership and awareness also helps build that support. And If you want to, again, if you get a lot of people there by having this coalition approach, another suggestion we have is using some kind of a silent auction or in-kind donation event where you go around to these businesses and maybe they don't have uh, funding to give for a sponsorship, but they may have a product or even a service that they're interested in offering for free. And then you can have a raffle um, or some kind of silent auction event going on throughout the screening as another way for people to, to build that awareness of local business and have a fundraiser on where the proceeds go to your local chapter. Um, so those are kind of the big things for fundraising. We've always also found that it's best that you, um, if you do this, figure out ahead of time what your chapter is gonna do in terms of how to manage the money that you have afterwards. That way you're not figuring it out afterwards. And if your chapter doesn't have a local bank account, Um, If you have some other creative way of managing your money um, or you've never considered this before tonight, there's another great training that we have called Managing Your Money, and it details all of the different ways that groups have found ways to make sure to be accountable as a collective, you know, local organization and really think ahead on managing your group money. So I would encourage you, if, if this is a new idea for you with the fundraiser, check out this training I've just put in the chat or listening in later just go and type in Managing Your Money at Community. So what I'd like to do is just simply real quickly, uh, before opening it up for Q&A, go to the Film Screening Guide page and highlight some of the wonderful features behind this, right? So here I am. We've put this link in the chat a few times. Here is our Film Screening Guide page on CCL Community. kind of zoom out even a little bit more. And again, a special thank you to Kaylee and membership All of these screenings have been ones that she has worked with, either the producer or the creator or local chapter that's used them. So we have some level of familiarity with each of these films. And if you have questions, please do feel free after tonight to track down membership at citizensclimate.org. And after you do these, please also make sure to share in our forums your success. So you know, here right at the very top of the page, it gives you a little background and all that I just reviewed. And then it gives you links below that to the, the overall guide that you can download or the different ways that you can segment it up by audience, by policy, by length. And so I'm just going to click on this one that shows all of them together. And you can either download it or click on that image like I did. And then you're in a Google document and you can preview it ahead of time if that's a better interaction for you. And here on the very first page, you can see the directory. So we have around 25 films that have been screened in this. We have a lot of frequent flyers. I'm guessing a lot of you um, in the past have heard of the work of Roger Sorkin. He, um, The most recent trilogy he has is all around Current Revolution, uh, which is really thinking about how electrification of everything is benefiting our workforce, you know, specific communities, and just in general, kind of providing for benefits from health to, you know, lifestyle improvements. Each of these is a really beautiful story. And then you can see here below, if you're curious, okay, I really, you know, I've heard a little bit about Ladato. C. didn't actually know that there was um, a documentary about it. Well, then you can scroll down. Each of these is organized in the order by which the directory shows. And in that section, you have a brief summary, almost like you're on your Netflix page, and you're kind of you know, scroll in between your options for the night. And then you can click to watch it. For many of these, there's even a discussion guide. And then there's, for some of these, still forms to host a screening if you're interested in getting in contact with the specific organization. So for example, this one happens to be a link that goes directly to the Action Network. And that gives you specific guidelines to really take you from there on how to actually set this up. So it's a wonderful resource. I really am excited um, because this has been something that we've been taking a while to overhaul and it's due to the work of Kaylee and the membership team in particular to get it all together in one place. All right, so what I'm gonna do real quick is, um, you know, many people know the wonderful Elise Klein. She has been such an advocate for the Wild and Scenic Film Festival. And what I'm just gonna do is let Elise tell the story of this year's opportunities, another angle to feature Um, to feature hers because Wild Wild and Scenic Film Festival, especially during the COVID era, has been a wonderful partner of CCLs. And what they do is they basically pre-package a bunch of new content that we ourselves don't have rights to and then give us an opportunity to, for a little bit more than a nominal fee, depending on how you structure the fundraising or the selection of films, basically get a window to screen it online with your chapter still and then you get to curate the list, or if you like the list that um, CCL Alameda County's picked, you'll get the chance to have their films screened still locally to your chapter virtually, and you can then use it as a fundraiser, and it's like within a five-day window, Elise will give you the details, Uh, but this is a wonderful little update for this year on what the Wild and Scenic Film Festival is.
3: So hi, CCL, I'm, this is Elise Klein. I am the events coordinator for the Alameda County chapter of Citizens Climate Lobby. And I've been produce, producing the host event for uh, the Wildest State Film Festival on tour for like the last five years here in Alameda County. And raised a lot of money for our chapter doing so. So first, let me give you a little bit of background about what's happening this year. So last year we, I mean, I put a lot of energy into this and my chapter raised $10,000 and we had maybe like almost 30 chapters, I think, participating with us. Some of them raised a few hundred dollars. Some of them raised hardly anything. You know, it just depended on how much energy that they put out. But um, so the wild and scenic is um, is like this. It's this amazing film festival. I've been going to it for years. It's probably the the top environmental film festival in the country. And it's a five-day film festival that's held in Nevada City here in California. And they jury all these films. And they wind up with, I think it's usually about 150 films that they show over this five-day period in like 10 theaters up in this little rural community. It's a fundraiser for the South Cuba River Citizens League and um it's then they take like 80 of the films and they put them out on the road to like 250 300 cities around the country so it's a really amazing film festival and what we have done in the past is we've actually curated our own programs like i've watched all the films and then i've put together a program and in and uh during the program we've in uh inserted some ccl videos a bunch of slides that kind of thing. And we have had a theater donated to us, the David Brower Theater, which is this gorgeous theater in downtown Berkeley. It's a big environmental center in downtown Berkeley, Leeds Platinum Building, gorgeous theater. And um, they don't even charge us. And so we have an in-house program. And then once the, um, once the the once COVID hit, they went to a hybrid model, where we could offer the program live and at the same time we could offer it on demand and in fact everybody who comes live also gets the on-demand program well um you know it took a lot of work last year to put this thing on and i decided this year like and then we also lost we had an amazing graphics volunteer was a professional graphics guy and um he couldn't do it this year so I started putting it out to people saying, look, I can't do this by myself. I need a graphics person. Um, and people showed up. So that was good. But we dec- I decided, along with some other people in the chapter, that this year we were going to cut back in a number of ways. First of all, you know, um, I decided not to do a curated program. So we can't, we're not branding the program with CCL, although there are ways to brand that, which I can talk to you about how we do that. But it's not going to be within the program. So we're buying a curated program this year, which is a best of festival. So, um, so it's a, it can be a really good outreach tool. That's a big commitment. It's a lot of work. But as I said, somebody last year did that uh, besides our chapter. Um, but they used our chapter's program as opposed to having to pay for a whole other program. So instead of it being $1,250, it was, I think, 800 Say that you know don't do this as an afterthought if you want to use this as your earth day fundraiser you got to put energy into it you got to get the word out no i don't know how you guys you know every chapter has you know we have a newsletter we you know, do all that so you know if you have ways of getting the word out in your community this is terrific i mean it's really impressive this this program so um Yeah. So I would just say, do it. If you're interested in doing it, I'm happy to work with you, but you're going to, it takes work. Um, We'll do all the graphics for you. We'll put the program together, but you, you know, you're going to have to get the word out in your community. We do our own Eventbrite page so that people will be coming. It'll be branded with CCL when people get tickets. The tickets are $20.00. All of that goes to the other chapters, except $5 a ticket. We keep that to help cover our expenses. Um, We try and make it so the, you know, it's good for the other chapters to raise money. Um, Yeah, and we also have our own, we'll set up our own webpage.
0: All right, thank you so much Elise for that incredibly helpful overview. And again, for interested chapters, there is limited capacity this year, but for anyone that is interested in really taking a lease in CCL Alameda County up on this offer, You can email Elise, her email is provided right there on the slide for more information. And at this point, we would love to just thank you all for listening tonight. If you want credit for making sure to get, uh, you know, logged your training, you can go to our action tracker or go to the very bottom of this training and click on that log your training button. And we would love to thank you for your time, your attention. If you have any feedback, if you have experiences and successes, with your own experiences with film screenings, please share online in the forums. We'd love to hear about them. Stay safe, everyone. Have a wonderful time out there and let's have some fun with some film screenings. All right, looking forward to staying in touch, everyone. Have a great night.
3: Thank you for listening to this episode of Citizens Climate Lobby's training program. You can tune into more episodes anywhere podcasts are available. Inspired by what you heard today? Join Citizens Climate Lobby to advocate for bipartisan climate solutions. Go to community.citizensclimate.org to find more trainings, resources, your local chapter, national action teams, discussion forums, and more. Be sure to like our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at Citizens Climate. We also invite all of our listeners to subscribe to our YouTube channel for more inspiration. Like what you hear? Recommend us to your friends and make sure to give us a five-star rating. It helps us show up on other listeners' feeds. Feel free to pass on any suggestions for future episodes in the comments as well. And together, we are creating the political will for a livable world.